My name is Ashley Oak Scott, AOS Marketing. Um, today we're going to be talking about some different ways to promote your business for almost free. So I'm the founder of ARS Marketing. I have a large background in public relations, social media, account management, content marketing, advertising marketing. Um, so these are all of the services that I help my clients with. Um, I've been in the industry for over 14 years now. I've been on the agency side and I've also been in house with clients, um, lots of different industries. So I'm well versed in you know, applying different um, strategies for different industries. And I think that's important because really you want to start with what is your main goal for your company and then what is going to work for you in the marketing sector. So something that a lot of businesses forget to begin with when they are looking at how can I promote my business out there? What's the best way to do it? There's so much clutter out there. There's so many different things that you can choose from. We really want to go back to what our core is and what do we want people to know about our business. This is something that a lot of people forget to do and they're just haphazardly throwing things out there, um, just trying to make things stick. And really you have to focus on your strategy to make sure that everything that you're putting your efforts into are really going to move forward with your business and create that buzz for your business, which in turn is going to generate that revenue for you. So something that I like to do with my clients from the get-go, even if they're not a new business, is really start with what is that key messaging that your business should be using in all of the things that you're putting out there externally. This can even be used internally with your employees, with different signage, the different pieces that you're using to promote your business. So something that people um, I try to get them to start with is what's a tagline for your business. This is going to be that memorable phrase that represents who you are one line. Um, even it can be even one to two words. Um, we're going to start there and then we're going to look at what's our value proposition. What sets you apart from your competitors. If you are the same as your competitors. What is going to be that value proposition if you don't have something different to offer. So sometimes that could be pricing. Um, sometimes that can be what your actual product is. So you really want to think about what sets me apart and how can I put that into my messaging. Your next part is creating those pillars for those different key things that you want your customers to know about you and potential customers. So your target audience, what you have to offer, what does your business stand for, and why you're valuable to the customer. They need to know all of these things and the target audience portion, you're going to be talking to different types of people. So maybe some of these supporting messages are going to change depending on who you're talking to. Doing this exercise and laying all of this infrastructure out is going to help you once you decide the different platforms, the different marketing vehicles that you're going to use to promote your business. When you're creating this messaging, you always want to make sure that you're using your three C's. So these are the clear, concise, and cons consistent messages. Sometimes business owners become a little bit too close to their business and they always want to be throwing new information out about their company. Yes, you want to make sure that anything new, promotions, all of that is being said. But you always have to remember that if somebody's landing on your website, on your social media pages, on your directory listings, 
are they really getting that clear, concise, consistent message about who you are as a company and what you have to offer? If you don't have these things, if somebody can't pull that information in let's say five to seven seconds, that's really the time span you have these days, you can be in trouble. They can click off and they can go to that next business. You wanna be very clear on who you are, what you have to offer to them. So having that nailed down in your messaging is going to be important. Then once you have your messaging together, you're gonna to wanna to do this exercise as well, creating content calendars. This just helps you create what all of those messages are gonna be throughout the month. And usually I like to do this the month before. It really helps you so that, you know, every day you're not thinking, what can I post on social media today? I really just, I can't think of anything. If you do this beforehand, if you take a couple hours, sit down, really think this out, then you're gonna be able to just have that little guide for you so that you don't have to think about it when you're in a busy mode and you don't have anything to think about. So lots of these things, um, lots of vehicles for this content calendar, your blog, video that you're gonna be doing, social media content. If you have email marketing, um, SMS marketing, what are those key messages that you need to be sending out? Um, if you have advertising campaigns, where are all these playing into your content calendar? Um, if you have open houses or promotional items, sales, how is this playing into the content calendar? And events. Um, so this actually, um, there's going to be a template that you guys can use and you can get that from Cahoots and Mesa Cares. And it's actually, if you get this presentation, it's right here in this corner, it's a hyperlink um, if you also wanna download it there. But this is, it's really just a simple calendar. Um, it's really gonna help you organize everything that you have to say. And this is going to make it easier for when you are trying to promote your business on a budget. All right, so tried and true, something that's always gonna work. Um, if you have a really small budget, but you have the time to do it, public relations. PR professionals, um, you know, they, they are gonna cost money, but there are some tips that you as a business owner, you can do yourself. I'm gonna give you some insight, the brief overview on how to use PR so that you can promote your business without having to go professional and using an agency. This doesn't mean it's not going to take more time. You get what you pay for. So just because you're not paying a professional to do this doesn't mean it's going to be easy. So taking the time, really thinking out a PR strategy for yourself, using your content calendar so that you can push out PR-related information is going to be key here. So things that um, will intrigue the media um, events, are you doing an online or a socially distanced event? How is this going to tie into the community? How are you going to be helping people with this event? Promotions, and I don't mean a coupon or a sale. I mean, really, is there something, is, are you giving something away for free one day? Um, are you donating some proceeds one day? That's newsworthy information. Community relations, are you partnering with community organizations and nonprofit? How are you partnering with them? How are you helping the community? Um, customer employee stories. If you're hearing great stories about your business that tie to a person, this is always newsworthy. The news always wants to have a face to this story. So it doesn't always have to be the owner of the business. It doesn't always have to be the in-house marketing person. This, you can utilize 
a customer that really loves the services or the product that you have to offer, or it can be an employee that has a great story. Trends and hot news. Be the resource for the media for your industry. You're the expert in your industry. Keep on top of trends and hot news. If there's something happening in the news and you can talk about it, make sure that you are reaching out to your media contacts or reaching out to the newsroom and saying, hey, do you need a resource for this? I can go on air to talk about it. Always having those quick moments where you can relay that information to media is going to be key to get yourself on TV. Seasonal tie-ins, there's always great things for this. Um, is summer coming up? Are you an air conditioning company? What are those tips for the community on how to make sure that their unit is going to run through summer? Um, is there holiday things coming up? Do you have special promotions going on? Um, does it tie into the community? So always think of those things too when you're creating your content calendar. If you're a restaurant, is it National Cookie Day? Let's see all the awesome cookies that you have to offer for your customers. And I'm missing my button now. Let's see here. I might just see, oh, there we go. So how are we going to get all of these topics to the media? Starting out with a press release, if you just Google around press release template, this is where you can put all of the information, your five W's into one spot so that you can easily send out a topic to your different media outlets. Um, pitching a story can also just happen in an email. Never attach documents, pictures. You always want to have everything in the body of the email. You want to have links to high resolution images, especially if it's a print publication. Um, you can't take screenshots of things. You can't use photos that are from the internet that you don't own. So just keep all of these things in mind if you are going to be sending information to the media. Creating a media list. Now this is something that a PR professional, um, this is their wheelhouse. A lot of them are going to have super expensive databases that keep all of the contacts up to date for them. You can do this on a local level and even a national level on your own by creating your own spreadsheet and doing the research yourself. It is just a little bit more time consuming because you're going to have to keep up with, is that person still at that publication? Are they still writing about these stories? So keeping a media list in case you do have something to push out there is going to be important for you. I would look at all of the local TV stations, the print publications, the community publications, the city specific publications. Look at all of those and see who's writing about your industry or your competitors. Those are gonna be the type of people or the type of reporters that are gonna also cover your story. Most of the outlets have a certain email address for all of their reporters, unless they're a freelance reporter. So usually you can look for a general email address and then you can insert their name. So lots of times people will ask me, well, can't I just call them up and, and tell them, hey, I have this great story. You don't want to be approaching the media in a way that they don't want to be approached. A reporter gets thousands of emails a day. They get thousands of phone calls a day. They don't have time to necessarily talk on the phone for 30 minutes an hour so that you can tell them all about your business. You have to be concise and you have to have that great newsworthy item for them and shoot them an email. They will respond if they're interested. Um, your event calendar list. This is another type of media list that you should always have, especially if you do promotions or you have events that are um, that you do for your company. 
um, or if you're going to be partnering with a community organization and you're going to have a special donation day, this will help you to promote the event without having to pay. Some of the event calendars on the different publication sites are paid now, but a lot of them aren't. And don't forget about different event websites such as Eventbrite. Um, that's a national website, but they focus in on local areas. So don't forget to add those kinds of websites to your list. Website information. It goes both ways. If you can become an industry expert that the media wants talking on TV or they want um, a quote for their article, make sure that on your website there's media contact information. They don't want to fill out a form. They want to be able to get a phone number right away because if they have something that's breaking, if they have trending news, they want to be able to reach out to that person right away, know that they are going to be able to show up in a couple hours and get that soundbite from you. So it's important that you have that information readily available to the media because you're just an easier resource for them to utilize. So if you're going to do the PR route on your own, we want to do some, we want to go over some PR no-nos. Do not send a sale, a promotion, or an advertisement in a straight ad. You need to have a tie-in to why this is newsworthy. Don't waste the reporter's time because next time if you do have something newsworthy, they might not look at you because they didn't like the content that you sent them before. Don't be, send the same news information over and over and over again. Like I said before, reporters get thousands of emails a day. They can't respond to every single person and let them know I cannot run that story. So if they don't respond to you, that means that they're not interested. And then if you're wondering why they didn't run your story, don't ask them that either. If they didn't run it, it just wasn't a fit. It could have been their producer. It could have just been not that they don't have time for it in the segments. So don't ask them that. Just keep on looking at what are my competitors getting um, in the news for and how can I relate that to my business and make sure that you have that newsworthy piece. Ask for a copy of the story. Um, if you're if it does run that's a big no-no the news reporters there it's not their job to get those promotional pieces for you some of them will send it so i know that like fox 10 will send a link because they put it on their youtube and then you can use it but you also have to remember there's a lot of licensing involved with these things so you do have to go through a licensing company if you want the full segment um, especially if you're going to use it to promote on your website um, you want to be careful with this and make sure that, you know, you say as seen on ABC 15, but not necessarily doing the full um, article from a newspaper or the full segment unless you have the rights to do so. You can usually link back to their website and they usually keep it up for at least a few years. You do want to be a resource though and you do want to share great stories. So don't forget that part of PR. Something else to think about, um, you need that social proof as a business. If you haven't been creating an awards list, what are those industry related awards? What are those awards that our executives could be earning? We wanna look at local and national. A lot of the local ones, Phoenix New Times, Phoenix Magazine, different community publications that your business might be in that city. TripAdvisor if you're in tourism, Open Table if you're in hospitality, 
Um, and then on the executive business side, you have the Phoenix Business Journal Book of Bliss, um, Arizona Business Magazine, Ranking Arizona. The Chamber of Commerces usually have awards related to businesses. And then on a national level, a lot of industry-related awards and business magazine awards showcasing businesses that are growing. Keeping these in your wheelhouse and just having a radar of when they're opening up for nominations is huge for your business. Even if you don't win these awards necessarily, you wanna be able to say that you're at least nominated for them. And then when people are voting, um, they're able to see that you're listed as one of these top businesses that are in this category. So even being nominated for an award is huge. And then don't forget the, the after part, the afterthought of, I was nominated, how am I going to let my customers know? Is it putting their, that logo on your receipt? Is it putting it on your website? Is it putting it inside of your store if you have a storefront? So making sure that you're letting people know that you were even nominated and not just for the voting part, but afterwards, even when it's done and if you haven't won, because this is going to help you show that third party reputation so that they trust your business. And a lot of these are free, the local ones to nominate. Um, some of the national ones are gonna have a fee, but if it is a bigger publication, it gives you a lot more tout. All right, tried and true social media. So when we have all of our content together, sometimes we forget the visual part. Everything is so visual online and there are so many free apps out there that you can be using to create that social media content. Yes, B2B is a little bit harder to create that visual content for, so make sure that the content that you are putting out, you're using some of those apps to really up your game. Um, so some of these are Boomerang. That's something that's already incorporated into Instagram. You can also download the app. It's separate so that if you want to create the video on there and then post it across all of your platforms, that's um, a different cool way to showcase a, a short video. Um, it's almost like a GIF. Um, Splice, this is a great tool so that if you need to edit videos, also just if you have an iPhone, the video editing app um, iMovie, it's super um, easy and it's free and it's something that you can create short videos for social media on. Filters in Lightroom, there's a lot of filters that you can buy um, on Etsy through Instagram ads. Um, and this can give a different look to your company or your brand and really make sure that you're giving that same consistent look throughout all of your photos. TikTok, um, I'm not necessarily saying get your business on TikTok, but there's lots of different resources through TikTok to create some fun videos um, with different filters, different video um, um, songs and lots of different things that you can do. So you can create it through TikTok and then you can download it and then you can push it across your other platforms that your target audiences are on. Canva, I made this presentation in Canva. It's a really super simple tool. They have a free version, but I definitely recommend the pro version. Um, it helps you create designs, anything. It'll It'll reformat a design into a different spec so that if you have an ad, if you need it for social media, if you need it for a poster inside your store, it'll do that all for you. And there's lots of different templates to give you ideas. Um, also on the pro version, you're able to input your branding colors, um, your logo, your fonts, you can upload fonts into it. So while you're creating all of these different design assets, it's keeping your brand consistent, which is also important. 
grid post. This is for Instagram. If you want to have some really great looking um, landing pages for your Instagram, if you have a big promotion that you want to promote, I would look into this free app. And then Ripple, this is great for Instagram stories. It just gives them a little bit more life. You can add your branding into it. Another great option. Um, and Canva also has Instagram story features. All right, staying on the topic of social media influencers, hot topic right now. We need to see how these people can be incorporated into our business. Finding out who aligns with your brand is going to be key here. This is an easier way and a more effective way, I think sometimes for some brands, and then also a less expensive way than purchasing advertising. You're getting real life customers that are engaging with these influencers. The influencers are creating their own content around your brand. And it's just a different way so that you can connect on a different level with your target audiences. You wanna be careful though, these days everybody's an influencer. So whenever I'm working with influencers, I always want to do my research before I do, especially a paid, partnership with them. Um, there are paid versus trade. So if you give them products, sometimes they'll do it that way. Some are paid. So really make sure that you understand what you're getting your business into and making sure that you're going to be accomplishing your goals that you have when you partner with these influencers. Something else you also need to make sure that you're tracking. So if you're going to be doing um, a partnership with a certain influencer, is there a coupon code? Um, that you can give to that influencer that you will know specifically if they use that code, it ties directly to their followers. Keeping ways to track is going to be key because then you know who's going to be the most successful for your brand and driving more of that revenue your way. And then as far as um, how to spot if the influencer is legit, you want to be looking at their engagement rate. People can buy followers um, and they can even buy likes on posts. So you have to be careful. You really have to look through their followers. Are there a lot of bots? Um, and you wanna check their engagement rate. And this is exactly how you do it. You add up the likes, the comments, and the shares. You divide that by the total followers and then you times that by 100 and that's gonna give you the percentage. You know, a 1% above is going to be more in that I will pay for this. If they're below 1% in engagement rate, it's just not worth it. Don't even look at them. Even if they have, you know, 5,000 followers, they're obviously not having a great engaged audience. And so that's this, how your promotion with them will go as well. We have influencers, but then we also have our customers on social media. You can leverage your customers and use them to promote your business. Lots of customers love their brands. They're very loyal. So having giveaways for them, this is going to create engagement on your own platforms. You can also partner with influencers or ambassadors to help push out this giveaway. Chatter. So if people are talking to you on social media, make sure that you're chatting back with them. The whole point of being on social media is to have an online brand presence. That's your online brand personality. If you're not talking back to somebody that came up to you in a room and said, hi, 
How does that make you feel? You're not really tied to them anymore. You aren't really understanding who they are and you're not getting that great feeling of, oh my gosh, I wanna support them. I wanna to get to know them more. Something else to look out for is customer photos and reviews. So lots of time customers will tag you, they'll use hashtags, um, going through geolocations, um, especially if you have a storefront location, going through the geo tag, a lot of times they'll just use the geo tag instead of actually tagging the, the restaurant or the store. Um, look for those great photos of that content that they're creating themselves. Um, you always need to ask for permission if you wanna reuse, and you always need to make sure that you're attributing their posts so I usually just do their handle or if it's on Facebook, I'll say like Susan B. Um, but you always want to reach out to them. You can DM them or you can comment on the photo and just say, hey, we'd love to use this photo in our marketing. Is it okay for us to use? Get that um, permission, screenshot it so you have it in your files, and then you can use that content. It's free content for you. You also want to use social media in a different way as once again being that expert in your industry. There's lots of different platforms out there, Craigslist, Facebook groups, especially if your city, if you're located in a specific city or a specific neighborhood, make sure that you're already joined in on all of those types of groups. Twitter is a great one and then other niche forums such as Reddit if you are more on a national level or if you have online sales looking for those bigger websites that are outside of the local area are important but you want to essentially be a concierge to these people in these different platforms so you want to look for those questions that are being asked that relate to your business relate to the knowledge that you have in the industry and you want to be that resource for them to give them some advice um, this will create conversation your name and your business name will be out there more. It's free publicity for you to join in on these conversations online. Affiliate programs. This is going to have a little bit of cost to them. It's different than influencers because really you can take any customer and they be, can become an affiliate for you. There's different programs out there that will help you create this whole program and they will give you different codes and links so that your customers that sign up can share these with all of their fans and their friends and their family. So Affiliate Royale, Affiliate WP, Affiliate Manager, these are great ones for smaller businesses to utilize. Essentially what they do is they create unique links so that people can share their link with their friends, their fans, their followers. And if people click on that, then they get a little bit of that sale because it's attributed to them. So not only do you have an online sales team that isn't necessarily employed by you, but your brand is getting out there for free as well through these loyal customers or these influencers that you are partnering with as well. So we've been talking a lot about customers and a lot of times businesses are super focused on finding new customers. But really we need to remember that customers that you focus on with retention, they're the ones that can increase your profit. You're gonna be upselling them. You're going to be having that loyal person that really enjoys who your brand is and the products or the services that you have to offer. 
So we want to capture our customer. If you don't have a loyalty program in place, even if you're B2B, you can have a loyalty program. There's lots of different ways to implement this. You can do it in-house. There's also things like um, Belly, Five Star, that's all online. You can go with the you know, old school punch card. Having some sort of loyalty program really gets that person to stay loyal to you longer. Um, email marketing. This is a great way to stay in touch with your current customers. And it's going to be potential customers that are interested in learning more about you. Maybe they haven't had that sell yet, but this is part of that drip campaign to get them into the door and make sure that they're thinking of you when they're thinking of that industry. So there's things like MailChimp and Constant Contact. Um, lots of times POS systems, if you have a CMS system, you can collect your emails through there. But you wanna make sure that there's an option on your website for people to get more information about your company by signing up for your email or your SMS campaign. SMS is text message marketing, by the way. Um, Cross-selling, upselling. So if your customer, if you can tell in your POS or your CMS system that they're tried and true for this service, let's see what else we can send them to upsell them because we already know that they love our brand. So let's give them an offer to get them to try something else to get more services, get more revenue going in the door. And then referrals, having this in your email marketing, forward this email, tell them to use this code. Um, just in general with the loyalty program, maybe one month of promotion is bring a friend in. That way you're getting new customers through your current customers. Okay, now we're gonna get back to basics. A lot of times we're so busy. Yeah, okay, I created my content calendar. I have all that going. I'm pushing out content. I'm sending the media my information. I'm getting my email campaigns out. We forget to go back to those many landing pages that our business are going to be showing to potential new customers. This is our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, our directories that are out there. And if you don't have these things claimed, that's your first step. Second step will be next. So directories, Yelp, Google My Business, TripAdvisor, Chamber of Commerce, or other city sites. A lot of cities are now listing um, businesses in their city now. Make sure that you're on it. Glassdoor, Indeed. Um, all of these places, you need to have logins as a business owner, and you need to make sure that everything about the business, your five W's, what, am I, what do I have to offer, what, why am I beneficial for that new customer, all of that is crystal clear on all of these different mini landing pages your current hours, especially right now with COVID happening, if your business has had um, some different hours, if it's been you know, touchy here and there, we might be closed, make sure that you are updating your hours on all of these um, business sites, these micro sites for your business. The worst thing you can do is say that you're open, a customer shows up and you're not. Um, that can really, spiral out of control. So make sure that you're not doing that to your customers. They took the time to try to give you their money and you weren't communicating correctly to them. All of the services that you offer, make sure they're all listed so that if somebody is looking for something specific, they're not seeing it on that list, but maybe you do have it, but it's just not listed. Make sure that's always up to date. 
any offers, a lot of the social media pages, a lot of the directories, they'll now allow you to post an offer for free. So this is a great way to get a new customer in the door if they maybe want to try you, but they want to try you because they're getting an offer. Customer responses on both different types of platforms. Like I said before, having that conversation, even if it's negative. So on social media pages, directories, that's where a lot of these people are going to say what they're unhappy about. A lot of the times they're not gonna post what they are happy about, but they will quickly go if they're unhappy about something. So staying up to date on people commenting, people leaving reviews, even if it's negative, you always wanna respond. You wanna make sure that a customer that might be coming to that Yelp page that's going through and looking at the reviews, they can see that you care about your business and you care about the customer that was unhappy. You wanna have that conversation even if you're not having it with that person that's doing their research. And another thing that people forget, photos, especially on like Yelp, Google My Business, keeping your photos up to date. Make it a goal once a quarter. I'm gonna go check out all the photos that are being shown when you land on all of these different pages. I'm gonna make sure those are the ones that I want because what if you got rid of a service or a product? Um, what if there was a ton of customer photos that came through that just aren't very you know, nice to look at? You wanna make sure that you're refreshing your pages with the, that great content that you have that you're using in your social media, your email marketing, your websites, all of that. So don't forget to do that as well. And then the one place that we usually forget about as well is our own website. You wanna make sure that your website is going to be something that somebody can be there for 10 seconds, understand who you are, what you have to offer. And especially if you have a storefront, what are your hours? How do I contact you? Where is your store? The five W's, always remember that for any type of landing page for a customer. And then also think about what else would this customer need to know or want to know? Do you have specific guidelines in place right now because of COVID? Make sure that's a pop-up or it's at the top of your website because the last thing you want to do is have information that, that is not readily available to somebody that's trying to do their research about you. Um, Another thing, how can they sign up for you to remarket to them? If you don't make it easy for them, they're never going to sign up. Make sure that's a pop-up. It's at the bottom of the website where it normally would be. Links to your social media. That's not on this list, but a lot of times I'll click on a link and it says page not found. It goes to the wrong Instagram. Just checking all the links on your website is huge, especially if you want to grow your following. People on the website, they're going to click on that and they're going to follow right away. Make it easy for them. If you don't make it easier for your customer, you're not gonna get them on your other outlets that you need for marketing. Um, and then something else that I always tell, that I look at for my clients is, does your website turn into a mobile-friendly website on an iPad, your cell phone? If your links are broken, if I'm not able to easily go through your website on a mobile phone, that's a big problem. Over half of people use their phones now, especially during COVID, to just search, especially if they're landing on something, they're clicking through to your website, they wanna learn more about you, make it easy for your customer. There's lots of different templates out there now for WordPress that are mobile friendly. Make sure that your business is on one of those templates. Okay, partnerships. So this is something we touched on a little bit. 
but we want to look at how can we leverage a second audience, especially if you're B2B. Sometimes it's hard to get that fun news out about your business. So make the news. Make sure that you can put something out there that's a feel-good story about your business, even if your product or your service isn't necessarily exciting. So here's an example. Um, the Doran Barrow Holiday Hunger Fight. Every year borrows pizza. They team up with St. Mary's Food Bank. They donate all their proceeds. Um, this is something that's on every single news station every single year. And it's because they're doing something great for the community. It doesn't even have to be a nonprofit though. Is there another type of business that you can partner with that complements your business? So um, somebody that's actually in here, I'm using them as, a, as an example. Um, so Pastry Unicorn, she is um, a local bakery, but she doesn't have a storefront. So she creates great pastries, great muffins, cookies, all of that kind of stuff. And so she partnered with a local coffee shop so that she could sell her items in there because they don't have um, food all the time. So it was a complimentary partnership, but now they're posting about her on their social media and she's getting a new audience because of that. So let's find ways that you can partner in the community or with another business to leverage new audience. Sorry that my computer is so slow today. All right, and the last thing. This is always something that um, really helps to gain a new audience, creating your own events. Right now it's a little bit hard to do in person, but there's still lots of different ways that you can do online events. Um, Facebook just came out with a feature that you can do paid online events where they pay for a ticket and then they get to go into the Facebook Live for your event. This is great, especially for industries that maybe can teach something to somebody. Um, maybe you're doing a Q&A session where people can submit their questions and then you go over all of them. Say you're a lawyer. Um, I know employment um, lawyers were big right now, so maybe you do an online event around that, just giving um, legal advice. So a lot of the times these events aren't necessarily to make money. It's all about brand awareness. And this is where your partnerships can also come in. How can you integrate these partnerships that you have into your online event to make it more exciting? Um, but there's lots of ways that you can do this. You can create a Facebook event to just promote it. You can put it on Eventbrite. Um, you could do something where you know, it's only going to be a dollar to be a part of our event and all those proceeds are going to our local animal shelter. Um, there's lots of different things that you can do with online events, but think of it as a PR opportunity and 